0: The Global Latin Factor
1: Podcast.
0: Uh Welcome, welcome you and all to another episode of the Global Latin Factor Podcast where we talk about Latino everything. And today it's a very, very special treat because we have a comedian, actor, voice actor, writer, producer, tequila expert, president and co-owner of number one award-winning tequila, a legend in comedy, Diehard Cowboy fan, recipient of the American Latino Media Arts Award or ALMA Award, which pretty much used to be Latin Oscars Award, which is an award winning for the best American Latino that contributes to music, television, film award that pretty much gives the award for the Latino that best portrays the way that Latinos are. Mr. Stop Me When I Lie, Hispanic Uh OG of Comedy. Alex Raimundo.
1: Wow wow Crispin. thank you thank you I mean, that's uh, when you when you put it that way I uh maybe maybe I shouldn't be standing next to me you,
0: you, <laughs> yeah you are this is all you this is just like actually just a little bit of you.
1: You know what? I got to tell you, thank you for that that, that warm welcome. It was uh, very humbling. Thank you. Uh, but I think my favorite part of that was when you described the Alma Award because uh, I, I'm very proud of it, right? Obviously, and uh, and and I've heard it introduced many ways, but the words you just put in front of it are, are, are I've never heard it put that way. And you're absolutely right, my friend. It's an honor to, to. So thank you.
0: Yeah. So Alma, if you don't speak Spanish, in Portuguese and Spanish means soul. Alma.
1: yeah. It's what yes. you come here with, and hopefully you leave here with.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to get into this. If you can see, this is a different setup that we usually have. We have a little bit of extra things, and we'll talk all about all that. But first, we're going to get to a segment that I like Alley. to call "Preguntas al Chile." Hey, hey. Check talk. it out. So you're going to like this one. So watch. Uh, uh, so this Chile, is going to this peace. is going to be rapid fire questions. You're going to let me know which one you like. You like this one or you like that one? Tacos o tortas?
1: Tacos.
0: Corn tortilla or flour tortilla?
1: Uh, flour.
0: Sincronizadas o sopes? Sopes. Enchiladas o enchiladas suizas?
1: Enchiladas.
0: Ceviche o vuelve a la vida? Ceviche. Salsa verde, salsa roja.
1: Ooh, me gustan los dos
0: juntos. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Valentin- con un serrano en la mano. También. Valentina, tapatio o cholula.
1: I don't do it like that. I do it fresh.
0: Fresh. Menudo pozole? Pozole. Mexican coca or jarrito? Uh,
1: coca from the 80s. For no. He... <laughs> oh, that's Mexican, a different word. Mexican coca. Mexican, Mexican. coca.
0: Okay. Agua de horchata. Yoli. Yoli.
1: You're from Guerrero. Yoli.
0: Okay. Agua de horchata, Jamaica, or tamarindo? Jamaica. Okay. I know you, you like your tequila more, but if you had a, to drink a beer, Dos Equis, Corona, or Modelo?
1: Uh, the, the Modelo Okay But most often the
0: Corona Absolutely Okay so I know you like tequila It's only obvious But Which one would be your choice Tequila Blanco Reposado Extra Añejo Or Juan in a Million
1: Sabes que You know Como le dije mi padre Cuando era joven Like I told my father When I was young Me yeah. gustan todas
0: Me gustan todas Te gustan todas Hey uh, Nothing wrong todas. with that
1: I, you know what, I I dance uh, from one to the other, literally, Uh, as a matter of fact, I I would, I would say of my bottles, I usually drink the Reposada, I'd love them all, Mm -hmm. but uh, for the last month and a half I've been drinking my Blanco, Um, that's what I'm drinking for the last month, so I fall in love with them uh, over and over each one of them.
0: Nice little seal, hecho Mexico but you, seal. But if there was a
1: chart somewhere, which I would feel bad for the person that had to keep up with the chart of my drinking, <laughs> uh, the reposado would be the bigger pie.
0: Awesome. Okay, churros or flan? <laughs> okay. And uh, the paletas, the dulce, the candy ones, the sandia, elote, or mango? The mango. Conchitas, the brown, one, the brown ones, the white ones, or the pink ones?
1: The what? Conchitas?
0: Conchitas. Las, las cafeses, las blancas, or las rositas. The pink ones.
1: Rositas. Okay. I don't we, even know what a conchita is. I got to be honest. I don't know what. But a concha? The up. pan? A bread? Oh, the pan. The pan. The pan. The pan. Oh, say it no, again. Yeah, describe
0: them. Okay. La, la conchita, the the breads. La right. brown one, the pink ones, or the white ones? The brown ones. Okay. Refried beans or borracho beans?
1: Ooh, eso está. That's, that's close, bro. I don't don't talk about my mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're not gonna make you pick on this one. You, we'll take both. Okay, and for you, uh, as far as um the word Latino in general, what does it come to mind? What does it mean to you? Uh, you know, if you, if you think you feel like you have a definition for it, what does it come to mind?
1: Ah oh, man, mis papas. Um, I like your style already, bro. Thank you. Um, uh, mis papas. I who I think I've um, mi abuelita Mis tios Mis tias um, Me yeah. You know Mis hijos Absolutely um, That's a heavy
0: That's a heavy uh, That's a heavy talk right there I Absolutely. like it I like it Hey, salute. Like Okay, so Real quick confession So one of the um, <laughs> So one of the uh, The agreements for us Is to have some of your tequila Here And uh, Because this You are a co-owner Of this tequila which is number one tequila. And it has uh, three different expressions that we have here. And I'm going to be honest with you. I might've, might've not got in trouble before with the law about drinking. Yeah. But what I was telling somebody earlier, is like, let's say you don't smoke like weed, right? But you say, let's say you have Snoop Dogg or, or Willie Nelson or somebody give you a joint. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're not going to pass that opportunity. You're not going to pass that opportunity because to me, like, I got here in the 90s. I didn't know no English whatsoever. And some of the first memories as far as learning like about the culture in general was the Latin Kings of Comedy, and you were one of them. And I was like, I can't pass this opportunity. It, it might be just a little bit, but I'm going to go ahead and sip a little bit because it's one of a lifetime opportunities to, well, tell, to, to tell a great story that I got to interview Alex Raimundo, and we got to, you know, We had a, a drink. Bit. We shared, we shared a tequila.
1: Well, cheers, salud. My
0: camera, my camera is way, way far over there. So it's
1: all okay. right. Well, let me say a couple of things to that right there. Uh, uh, first of all, um, I like being a bad influence, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I, and and uh, and and I have to say, for someone that has stayed away from alcohol, way to jump back in the pool. You had all three bottles. And I know. Then for those, and for your listeners and your viewers, I'll t- I'll let them know what you what you mean by all that is. Is when people interview me and they and, and they want to talk to me and, and, and when they do, which is nice, thank you for that. Uh, I say, yeah, I'll talk to you, but you have to drink tequila with me while we speak. I don't care who you are, I don't care what's going on. We have to drink it tequila together, and uh, and and that's that's me almost uh, being a dick, but but a good dick because yeah. that's me just and that's just me saying, come have fun with me for a second, yeah, just for a second. Even like you just said, if you take one sip, perfect. You know, at least you can speak of it, and, and if um, and then and if you drink a lot with me, but well, within perfect too. So, uh, so yeah. thank you, Thanks yeah. for joining the party. So I have
0: already started spreading the the cheers here, and one of our—he's uh, actually the son of the owner of the station. I gave him a little bit of tequila to try, is, and is you know how he 21? described it. Hopefully,
1: he's over twenty-one.
0: It? I gave him the extra añejo, a one with the big bucks. Yeah. And you know, what he said, this is how he described it. He described it. He said, dangerously smooth. Like this could get you in trouble because you don't realize how smooth it is. And before you know it, you probably sip through half the bottle.
1: And here's the cool part. Uh, Uh, tell him he has great taste in tequila. And here's the cool part. All three of those bottles are the exact, they have that reaction from people. And, um, and, and, um, I have to give credit there to credit where it belongs to the people that make this tequila. The uh, Rivera family from Mat- Matitan, Jalisco, who have been doing this for near a century. And I was just uh, I stumbled there literally with with my friend, Ron and uh, uh, Ron White. Yeah. Ron and, White. and we and we, um, and, and we we tasted it and couldn't believe how great it was. and And we just wanted to share the message to people. And, and but when they told us it didn't have a U.S. presence, because I asked him, I said, ¿Cómo se llama esto en, en los Estados Unidos? Porque en México, en México. Regalo de Dios. Regalo de Dios. Mm-hmm. the Tequila's been called. And it still is. And and the, and the master distiller, Nestor Rivera, said to me, he said, no, 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 no lo tenemos en los Estados Unidos. No hay presencia allí. So there's no U.S. presence. And right. I could hear my father from the grave saying, no seas pendejo. And we we acquired the rights to bring it. They they're the artist in this situation. Ron and I are just uh, spreaders of the word, and but we own the label. And and you you meant you made a reference to that earlier, where you know uh, we own it. Ron and I own and operate it. We have some amazing partners, but this is our baby. Um, it's all of our babies, but it was Ron and I's. Uh, um, it was it was it was our thought to share fun. Yeah, everybody. and. And, let me. So let we still do it. You should know that everybody eighty more than eighty percent of this we we still I, own. We operate it. Absolutely. Let
0: me share also that the bottle design is is after the piña, the corazón, and also there's a picture right here, and the picture is of your father. It is. Which, as you were saying, like your your dad would kick you, and I, I'm sorry for your loss, but it's a great it's a great honor as far as the way he was telling you, like you have everything in Mexico, and now even the seal itself the Echo Mexico seal and the picture of him. I think you do him like a great honor because now his face faces everywhere. And he told you, Mexico is we have everything and here we are. And we have it right here in a bottle.
1: Again, again, you're, you, you're, you're obviously very versed in, in, in who you're talking and who you speak to, because I got to tell you a couple of things. It was so important to me, one to have my father's face on there yeah. uh, to honor my father, because my whole life, my father, we came here when I was two. And, uh, and But the entire time, my father said, Alex, tu vida is, is in Mexico, mm-hmm. even though he brought us here for opportunity. So it was important for me to put him there, right?
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: and it was very important. And this is what people don't usually notice, to, to put the hecho en Mexico oh, yeah. la on, on the bottle. I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of amazed at how many tequila bottles don't fly that Eagle because that's the official stamp of Etch on Mexico. Yeah. Um, and so that, that means a lot to me. And I'll tell you, I, some, you mentioned earlier different set. I You know, when I talk to people, usually I'm down in the basement where my guitars are. Yeah. This is, a, this is a, the upstairs bar. But check this out, everybody. I, I, I'm going to have you zoom in for a second. That's my father's face, right? Yeah. Uh,
0: Absolutely.
1: it has been mentioned that. But this is rare that people get to see this. See this photo right uh, right there? Oh, yeah. Check it out! I'm going to show you this. This oh is an old goodness. vintage, like when you go and you put on shit from the 1800s. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is a photo of me and my wife and kids and my father. And the fa- the photo you see of my father on the bottle, we cropped it from here.
0: Oh wow, that's so neat. That's
1: so, that check is this so out.
0: awesome. Oh yeah, that's it right there. Oh my goodness
1: to get the light on it right. And then and then of course there's my there's my oh here I, I'll just say so there's me there's my son todo pistolas in your face there's my wife my bride Terry my daughter Christian Mariah mi hijo Alejandro Miguel and there's my father right there and that's what that's what we cropped and that's what you see. So that's why it looks so old school and vintage. That is and, freaking uh,
0: awesome man. And that is a great picture. It's a great picture man. That's you, that's awesome. Okay. So two questions. Um First of all, let's let's start with some of the questions. I think we already got into a great interview uh, as far as, I don't really, I know other people have done the same thing, salute, uh, as far as like interviews, but I like to have also conversation as far as get to know, know you, but, but I do have some questions. Did, did he ever tell you the story, why you decided to come to the U.S. when you were two years old? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, he just, you know, him and my mother uh, wanted opportunity for us. They, they, and, and, and I got to be honest with you, they were young. Uh, as as I hear the stories now, they were young and and a lot of things were happening in their lives. And, and I mean, they, I think my father was 25 when I was born, mm-hmm. so he was 27 when we came mm-hmm. to the U.S. Am i doing my math right, yeah. Um, and and uh, uh, he uh, they were just looking for opportunity. They they um, my father was a, uh, a, a cliff diver. He was a cliff diver in Acapulco. Oh
0: wow. Uh,
1: But while he wasn't, I mean, that's that he did that. It's not like that's how, I mean, he he did that, but at the same time he was, uh, he was running like uh, uh, the beach activities or I don't know if he was running it, but he was there working the beach activities Mm -hmm. at one of the hotels. uh, uh, And, and my mother was working at the same hotel inside, uh, you know, working and talking with people. And so my dad met my mother there. And so, um, they came because they, they saw they had an opportunity to come here and they wanted to give their family more opportunity. Uh, they were, they were not at all professionals, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. in, in the sense of they weren't accountants or doctors or lawyers. My mother's family is all doctors and and lawyers and stuff, but, uh, my mom was not, you know? And so they, they, I think they just found an opportunity to, to bring in their children somewhere and, and give them opportunity. Um, I mean, I can't even put my mind in where they were to se- take this leap of faith, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so, uh, so I, I don't know what made them make the decision. Maybe just the opportunity became there. It came there, and and God bless that 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 process because uh, um, I'm proud to say that uh, you know my parents came to this country. With my dad would always tell me, "Llegué aquí con cinco hijos, cuatro dólares." tres <laughs> trabajos. Oh, wow. you know, and uh, and they both worked my whole life. Hospitality, hotels, restaurants. Uh, you know, my mother was a housekeeper. My father was a, a waiter and a banquet waiter. Uh, but they excelled at what they did. You know, four and five star um, hotels. Um, and 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 they taught us to work hard. Yeah. And, and so I'm proud to say that all of my brothers and sisters are entrepreneurs. We yes. all work for ourselves and do something. That we love, which is cool.
0: That's awesome. And I know one of the interviews you had before, you mentioned that there were there were artists. Um, but I don't, I don't know if you elaborate as far as what kind of artists were they—painters, singers, or things like that.
1: Um, my father, my father could draw. Oh, nice. Um, he he um he he was also he was he was a showman, right? He was he was a clavadista de acapulco. Yeah, of you course. know, he 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 could put a speedo on and make you go, wow, look at that dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, and my mother, uh, she was uh, she's an artist. She uh, she's a singer. Uh, my mother can sing. She was a dancer. I remember when we were young, they would speak of how because again, she was at the front of the house hotel in the yeah. hotel, and I would assume that she was part of the shows that were going on. And and uh, I know much to her grandmother's dismay, she uh, she didn't like the idea of uh, again the daughter, her, her grandchild who. Their family were doctors and lawyers being a show person. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Um, but but that's what my mother wanted to do. That's what my father wanted to do. And 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 again, God bless them, because they gave all that up, all those type of dreams up to come over here, e chingarle, you know, work hard. Uh, so we could uh have every opportunity. So again, that's awesome. I mean, Appreciate it, there, well, bro.
0: It's similar story for mine. So yeah, I came here when I was 11 illegally, and then you know we managed to become legal. And then uh, I'm a, I'm a veteran as well, so you know. But but I always seen the same thing you've seen as far as my dad uh, working really hard. He uh, he tried really hard to do crops, but they were they were not working. Um, so he gave it all like as best as he could. And then everybody was coming to the states for opportunities and things like that. So, and the same thing for my brothers; that, uh, all of them are very uh, successful in their own rights. So, and I think most of the, the time, Mexicanos, Latinos, we, our parents strive to to get us to that place. Right? It's nothing, you know. Of course, there's a couple of people that fall off, but the majority of the time, we're trying to strive for the for the best. And it's awesome that all your brothers and sisters, are entrepreneurs, and yourself. I mean, look at you; you have your own tequila, you know that that you have and you're pushing. And, and it's amazing but another question that i had is oh, about I'm,
1: sh- I'm sharing i'm okay. not pushing i'm sharing
0: absolutely Oh well yeah i'm yeah. sorry about that you are enlightening us enlightening yeah. the world with this amazing beverage that is from mexico and and it's only made in mexico and bottled in mexico is the only place that it, in the world that you, that you can get this with the blue agave now another question that i had is that the uh Stumbling in, in into the distillery, like I know that you said that a friend had told you about that particular distillery, right. or right. did you go in there to like vacation and see the place? We went there just...
1: to we went there to drink. That's it. We went <laughs> there to drink. Not not just there, that region. We went there to just have some fun uh, because uh, my friend and I, Ron, Ron White, yes. uh, I, I should maybe back up and tell that story a little bit. Um uh, He and I have been friends since the beginning of what we do for a living, our, our adult life which is 1986, September. It's tough to say that we're, I can't believe I just called us adults, but, uh, (laughs) but the truth is back in 1986, you know, he walked into a, a comedy club to do stand up and, 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 and try his hand at this. And before he went on stage, he was, he went to the bar and he ordered a Budweiser and a shot of tequila. And on that day, true to my family's uh, uh you know where I grew up hospitality I would Alex Raimundo was the bartender and we both started stand up doing stand up in the same club we went on to uh quit our jobs I was a bartender he was a window salesman and uh and then we uh we, we traveled the nation for 5 years in my truck or his so cut to way later after he does the blue collar tour and I do the latin kings uh and um but we go down to Mexico to just to drink for fun uh-huh. we were there. And, um, I, uh, a friend had directed me to this distillery said, you got to check out this one distillery. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, a friend uh, turned me on to the distillery and we went there and when we drank it, if any of you know me, I've been drinking tequila since I was 16. Um, <laughs> Dang. and, and and, and I enjoy tequila. There's a lot of tequilas that I love and there's a lot of tequilas that I don't even care for. Right. Um, so I know tequila, at least according to me. But when I when I drank this tequila, I looked at the guy and I again, I said, hands down, best tequila I've ever had. And and then that's when everything else happened.
0: Yeah. What, what came to mind as, as soon as you tried it, like 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 the smell, the taste, the the smoothness? What was it?
1: Uh, you know, I think, I mean, I think it's still the same thing to this day is the, uh, is the experience, the experience of it, uh, it. It's so pretty. I used to, if you know me from my early days of comedy, some people are like, oh, that's that tequila guy before I ever had a tequila, because I was known to drink anywhere from seven to 11 shots in 45 minutes, you know, just because I was having fun and I was drinking and I'd be, you know, I would do whatever I do. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is usually have fun. And, and I also wouldn't slur my words too bad. And yeah. uh and and uh so I know tequila, but again when I drank this tequila, I was like I've I've learned to enjoy it. I sip it now. Yeah because the experience is amazing. And I think one of my favorite parts of it is the sustain that it has. Like like right, look, I poured this when we started. Oh, I'm just yeah. sipping it.
0: Sip it, sip it. That's a, that's the way it's supposed to be consumed.
1: But I also kind of when it's in my mouth, I, I kind of breathe it like it's a bong mm-hmm. in my mouth. It bubbles, right. you know, and so I take I get all that aroma and then I just sit there and, and enjoy that buzz for the next, you know, two minutes.
0: Wow. That's that's very interesting. That's how
1: you should drink tequila, everybody.
0: Yes. No, no, no shots. I
1: always say no. No lime que la chingada. That's the bad that's
0: the bad te- well not the bad the quality of tequila is not the best
1: if you right. have to that's, do all that. that. You're if, taking bad medicine. If you have to if
0: what they say like put lipstick on a pig it's just not going to yeah, be that. Yeah, yeah, You just got exactly. to,
1: That's
0: not, that's nice not though. To say,
1: not to say that that stuff isn't fun. It is fun to do all that. Uh, uh, you know, it's <laughs> like rolling the joint. It's the funnest part is is rolling
0: it. Yeah. That's true but you know, so I went to pick up the bottles. Uh, I went to a store. I got two of them, and then they have uh, one of them. So I had to go to another store, and I got go. I got soaking wet trying to get to that, but I got it. But you know what I noticed when I went to the bigger, I think it was Total Wines and stuff? I, I noticed a river of freaking tequilas, different bottles, yeah. all kinds of stuff. I mean, they have so many of them. And first of all, yeah. me, just personally, I'm not like a super big fan of the Celebrity Tequila, Right. Because I don't feel like I I don't knock their hustle, right? I know what they're doing it for the mighty dollar, but at the same time, this is something that is uh is particularly for from, from Mexico to the world. You know, there's a reason well, why I do
1: I, I have to I have to defend them just for a second yeah, in absolutely. the last part of what you said, because everything that they're that they're selling is from Mexico, um, whoever it may be. But I agree with you in the sense of and I just have to say something, first off. Number one is not a celebrity tequila and and we're not here to hustle. It's me and Ron just sharing something that we discovered and we think is completely beautiful. And it's completely what we were doing the day before. We were drinking a lot anyway. And, uh, but, uh, and, and I, and it's funny you bring that up because just yesterday, somebody sent me something where somebody kind of put in a synopsis, uh, all these celebrity brands, And, and, um, and they mentioned the uh, number Juan in there, um, which again, I don't consider us a celebrity brand, but I was surprised to find out at least three bottles that I didn't know people that have, that are celebrities that have tequila and, 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 and props to them because they're spreading the word of tequila. that's beautiful. The whole world should drink it rather than anything else. That's what I, that's always been my stance. Um, Now, if any of them, I don't know who, but if any of them, Art don't just, they weren't drinking tequila to begin with. Well then fuck them, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because then they're just, they're here for the hustle. Yeah, that's the thing it's from us. It's completely genuine. I always tell people we're not selling anything. We're sharing the mood that we're in and it's a really good one. And and we welcome you to the party, but, but anybody that's uh, slinging tequila, they're slinging the right message.
0: Yeah. So, so that's where I was getting that, the the approach and the humbleness behind and the honesty that I feel like you're putting as far as, you're not trying to sell it. You literally discover something, and you want the world yeah. to know. And that's yeah. that's how I, I take it in whenever I I see your interviews and different things like that. Yeah, and then, yeah, and thanks again. for
1: catching on to that because uh, again, I discovered it when I was 16. But uh, but at the age of I well, chingao, I'm 57. At the age of at the age of 45, at the age of 45, I discovered the best tequila in the mm. world, <laughs> Regalo de Dios, which turned into number one. You
0: yeah. Know? And, and that's the other thing that I was saying, like, that I'm glad that they are distributing our, our culture to them. But oh, yeah. the, the genuine approach is the thing that I just like, I know that you're doing. You're, you, don't, you don't ride a horse and you don't put a hat in on a regular basis. You, you don't walk through the agaves. You, you don't even know the people that actually make the tequila. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, you're
0: talking about them? Yeah, not you. I'm I thought you were talking about me. No, I I, like, no, I no. I, I'm
1: not saying your video <laughs> like, from the that drone. Shit.
0: That was a nice video. No, no, not that. But I'm saying there's other celebrities, things like that. You know what I mean? To try to sell you. I was like, whatever. I got a
1: horse in my
0: backyard right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not you. I'm talking about <laughs> in other celebrities that have yeah, nothing yeah, to do yeah. with, yeah. never touch oh, the horse, you, never wore a hat. You know? You're talking
1: about all them other poses. Yeah,
0: I'm like, I mean, it's cool that they spray it, but at the same time, like, man, get to know really the culture, get to know the history of where it came from. Get to know that it was it was something else before it was this, you know, like it was pulque, and then it became mezcal, vino de mezcal, and then it became tequila, and th- this is like the whole thing. And then you had a distillery that's a hundred years. Because I've been wanting to do an episode by myself with tequila, and I am going to. But at the same time, you ex you're an expert in tequila for the same reason that I know that you know what you're talking about as far as the even the aging of the tequila yeah, like yeah. the agave and I'm all an of it.
1: I've harvested it with the guys out there, you know, and not, oh, wow. not a full shift, not, not, not a full shift, but I've been out there and spent an hour with them harvesting. Um, and then don't, don't get me wrong. I'll put, I'll put eight hours in anywhere. Uh, I, I put it in my yard yesterday, but out there, we were there to do a lot of things, but I've harvested with those guys. I've, I've, I've helped loaded the oven and so has Ron. And, and, um, you know, it's and, and, and I gotta say, you know, since we started number one, I go to Mexico, voy a Mexico cada año. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going three, four times a year, and and I'm I'm gaining. I have this, I've always had this pride, but I have this pride when I go there, um, of mi cultura, verdad, and that we're sharing it. And 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 when I'm there, I just yeah, I feel the way that my father described me when I was 12 and couldn't understand what the fuck he was talking about. I was like, what are you talking about? And, but now I feel it, you know, and and, I, and I'm, and I, and I'm proud to also say that when, when we stumbled across, uh, uh, Rivesca distillery, um, and the Rivera family, uh, they had 13 employees that made regalo de Dios mm-hmm. for the, for the, production that they needed. Uh, th- cause I asked them how many people are here full time Oh, you know, that what, what is this? How many people does this take, uh, today it's, it's over 70, you know, and wow I guess we're out there sharing the word and, and, and people are discovering it, <laughs> which is, which, which I, I take pride in because that's, that's us hustling. That's us, you know, that's us partying a lot. really. Is what it yeah. Is. And
0: I'm going to ask about that here in a little bit, but one question, another question they wanted to ask you is like, I know you had a lot of interviews, different podcasts, different interview radios, whatever the case might be, but can you think of at least one or two questions that you wish they would have asked you, whether it was about tequila, whether it's about you personally, as far as comedy or anything like that, does anything come to mind?
1: No, no, I mean, I'm no, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, that. the, I would make I would be making something up if if you if you if I answered that question, because usually when I'm speaking to someone, I'm just trying to be in the moment. And and, you know, there there is there has been times um, that someone doesn't know me before they come on. Mm -hmm. And and I think that I I get I would I get disappointed in those people because not because they don't know me, because their job is they're about to interview somebody, whoever it is. Obviously you've done a lot of homework. So some I've gone away from some interviews going, This guy didn't know anything about me. <laughs> they didn't know nothing. You know, they were they were asking me to talk, they were like, Hey, so what's up in your life? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't like that.
0: Okay. So one thing that I do I do appreciate about you is that one thing that I did learn in the military is integrity. And then another thing that I like about you is the fact that like you don't BS people if you you don't know the answer. Like it's it's okay to say I don't know if you don't know at that at that moment of time, and yeah. and that stop me when I lie thing. I think it really <laughs> goes into your set because it's really you, right? You know, like if you don't know, you don't know. Why you want to add on a lie or BS your way through it? You know what I mean? And that that's yeah, awesome. I, that's appreciated. Mejor, mejor
1: me cayó. <laughs> you know. <laughs> In that situation just yeah. yeah. What, what do well, you think that came from? That's something I learned, uh, I guess, a long time ago, but I also relearned it during COVID uh, with my wife. Uh, I learned sometimes just shut the fuck up, Alex, (laughs) if you don't know the answer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And but anything as far as your parents, like like putting you in that, like you have to be as honest as possible because, you know, normally a lie is not really going to lead you anywhere or eventually the truth is going to come out. So you need to be as honest as possible because I feel you are pretty honest, even the stories you're telling on your stand up.
1: You know, uh, yeah, I, I, that's the only way I try to be, you know, um, uh, it's the only way I know how to be, I mean, I don't know when well, my kids just walked in a couple of them and, and there's been, uh, times with my kids or my friends, uh, that, uh, or, or someone I'm working with. And I have to say, start by saying, I don't mean to come off this way, but I'm just going to tell you what I'm thinking. Cause I don't want to hold it inside and be mad at you. Yeah. Um, cause I got shit to do yeah. either we're doing a work an event or I want us to be honest with each other. Um, You know, I try to choose the right words, um, but
0: yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
1: I try to be honest. I try to be honest.
0: That's what's up. So as far as the, the moment, the the light bulb moment, as far as when you wanted, I know you have mentioned a little bit of it, but I don't know if I really got a a good answer as far as the moment you decided to use. So you were bartending, Ron came, you serve him up and then, somewhere during that time you decided to launch yourself into comedy like how did you did anybody around you thought you were already funny or
1: no (laughs) not (laughs) at all Uh, i you know what here's what it is i i think as far as me getting to where i'm at now as a kid um i liked having fun with people Mm -hmm. uh I, i i could have fun with my friends No one thought I was particularly funny. As a matter of fact, when I told my family I was going to do stand-up, they were all like, "Uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Uh, But how I discovered it, I like having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm am a, a rock star really in my in my mind in my heart. Um, that's what I wanted to pursue, but I didn't have that talent and that discipline to do that. But I know I wanted that lifestyle. I wanted to party. I wanted to have fun. Uh, again, I grew up in hospitality. And my mother and father were you know four and five star restaurants. So I was watching parties be put on all the time. Um, I had an uncle who was a musician and we would go watch him play in bars and restaurants from, you know, when I was a kid, just looking behind a little curtain. (laughs) And that inspired me. Uh, I knew I wanted that. Um, And and, and I happened to be, as a bartender, stumbled into the new craze in, in 1986, which was comedy clubs bursting all across the country. And that's when I met Ron, obviously. But I watched all of these great entertainers come through there every single week and I got glimpses of some of them. And then tell, I think I'd worked there seven months before I saw the first show when I went in and actually sat down and watched the show. Oh, wow. And I remember laughing so hard for 90 minutes that my face hurt and I couldn't believe this new art form that I knew was there, but I had just really discovered uh, for the first time, you know, felt it. And, and, and then, I, and, and, I was also watching all these guys, <laughs> that were are entertaining people, just 250 people right. go home with the prettiest girls in the room. And <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. That's a good incentive. Yeah, it really, it really was. It was, uh, um, and, and and again, I was chasing fun. I was chasing fun. And uh, I, I wanted to give it a shot. And when, and when I went up there for the first time, it can go either way or right in the middle. And for me, luckily that first time it was enough, I'm sure it was horrible for some of the people Mm -hmm. that watched, but for me, it was enough to say, I think I can do this. And I did it again and again and again. And the first probably six times I did the exact same thing. And every time in my mind, that was great. And the seventh time, what I had just done the six times exactly before went horribly wrong. And I was like, well, we are wrong. (laughs) But I just, I kept playing with it and I knew I wanted to do it. And a year and a half later, I quit my job as a bartender and, and I've been unemployed ever since. Nice. Now, were you,
0: your? it was your process, salute, salute. Was your process writing the jokes or was it just memory that you were remembering? Or what was your process to come out with jokes?
1: I've never been, a, I've never been a disciplined writer. Mm-hmm. I don't sit and write. I don't write it completely out. I, I My style is um, I have a thought of what I think might be a good premise. And, and I might come up with a line or two that I do jot down just to help me go. I want to talk about that. Mm. And then I just kind of, I mean, I've done it all different ways. I've tried writing, but I've realized now that I'm older, that's not me. I'm the guy, I'm not the guy with the notepad. I'm the guy that takes notes and, and I work them out when I get up there. I want to, whatever it is, I want to talk about it. And I've discovered, to be honest with you, I've discovered a lot of you know, the way I feel about things while I'm up there, because ah. I just have to speak of it. And, and, and I am, I've seen enough shows and I saw enough shows before that to know that the pressure's on that. You got to do something. so I had this mental pressure on Alex that, Hey, you got to make something happen here. And so this, there's this, I think there's an internal clock saying, uh, and I don't and suck. I like yeah. That <laughs> Yes, I like bro. that rule that you, How you know have. That? How did you know that?
0: Well, I, I told you I did my homework.
1: You did do your homework. That's what me and my kids and my family, we say to each other right before you go on stage. Don't say good luck. Don't wish me anything. You say don't suck. That's the only direction I need, because if I have that in my mind, then then I'm, I'm going to fight, you know, and and it's 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 cool because my kids, you know, I think in red Mexican the, my second special yeah. there, if you watch the end, the credits, there's a lot of B-roll footage. We always have fun with that, but there's a shot of my kids when they're little. I think my son was five. My daughter was nine and they cut to them. They're like, dad, don't suck. Oh, uh, wow. That's but, but what's cool is they're grownups now. And, yeah. and you can, you can hear both of my kids on all musical platforms, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, my son is raimundo my daughter is Mariah Raimundo check them out uh because now literally this last weekend they played their first outdoor festival uh and 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 they had a show the next night and I, now I look at them and go don't suck
0: oh Which yeah cool. what was that at what was the festival at
1: uh, here in Louisville, uh, there's a there's a festival going on this weekend called Forecastle, which is huge. Mm-hmm. But the weekend before, they do a festival called Poor Castle, which is the, by put on by the same people, but they focus on local artists. And it, but it's also three days of a big stage in a in a big park. And, and, you know, my kids uh, played on one of those days and we got there and there, and there may have been, I'm sure at the end of the night, there were two or 300 people there. But when my kids played early in the afternoon, there were maybe 70 people and just 12 or 15 up at the front. But, Mm -hmm. but you know what, it's, that's, that's where you start. Yeah. And, and, and every show is, is different from the one before and different from the one that's coming. So. I told him to embrace it.
0: Your eyes, your eyes like glitter and shine whenever oh. you're talking about your kids, especially ah. the fact that they're doing, they're doing like their art part. I did hear faded. I did hear faded. Yeah. And the, yeah, I heard you the know story what dude I, I
1: get emotional. Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie. I get emotional. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of them. Um, and I'm, and I'm proud of my mom and dad. Yeah. You know, for, Laying that foundation so they could do that.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you sharing it. I appreciate that emotion. I'm sorry to meet it. you. Maybe it's a tequila. Maybe it's not me or the <laughs> that's, why tequila, that's why I love tequila, bro. it's not, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? As far as expressing no, our feelings, as far as like like human no. beings, right?
1: I, that's what we are. And hopefully, if anybody's watching this, uh, somebody and God bless, somebody's gonna go ah, pinche maricón. That's fine nah, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But somebody's going. You know what? I'm gonna, you know, my kids. I'm gonna let them, yeah. So inspire if it inspires you in
0: any way. Yeah, we need we doing. need salute because we do we, we do need as Latinos as Mexicanos to be more supportive and show more emotion to our kids. Not in that sense que or whatever, but in the sense of like being proud and supportive. <laughs> They're probably still working through their ignorance. You know what I mean? Wow. But as far wow. as like wow. supporting them, like that's a, a great man. Like the fact hey, that you, you know can what? show emotion. I, I,
1: I, Again, my uh hats off to my mom and dad. Uh, yeah. they were they were always supportive of whatever we did. My my mom and dad said to us, if I said, Hey, I'm gonna play football, hey, I'm gonna be in the play, hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go be, play horseshoes or whatever it was. Uh I'm gonna run cross country. My my parents said be great and don't quit.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And, I, and, I appreciate you sharing that story. Thank you for sharing those emotions about it as a kid, because I think every parent should feel that way towards their kids, especially us Latinos, because sometimes we're too hard and cold that we need to be able to express that because, you know, sometimes we never know when we're going to go. So we have to do it now because we never know.
1: No, for sure. For sure. And, 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 and don't be afraid to be stern with them too, you know, because, because kids and, and people and human beings, we all need direction, you know, and, yeah. and, and don't, you can't just let them free and go, Hey, do what you want. You know, yeah. uh, there, there's, uh, there's a there's a balance in all of that but absolutely you should encourage and so my, my parents did as as hard as they worked they they found the time to say dale gas
0: dale gas you know? dale gas my dad and us we say chale ganas Mm-hmm. Ganas. That's what we say My
1: now, father also said Con huevo <laughs> <laughs> Dale huevo
0: <laughs> Okay so One question that I had Is something that Recently happened And the only reason I'm bringing it up I, I think everybody Already talked And exhaust to it But I wanted to get Your point of view As far yeah. as what happened With Will Smith And Chris Rock Did, did you hear about What happened? my well, no
1: What happened?
0: Okay so they were in some type of I know a, what fucking happened. Oh, I goodness! <laughs> I'm about to say, hey, you know what? I was... Because I know you are not in tune with a lot of the things going on sometimes. So, I'm like, well, maybe he doesn't know.
1: You know what? I'll tell you this. Uh, to that point, I, I have tuned out uh, of a lot of the... I used to watch the news religiously a decade ago. Um, yeah. So, I have tuned out of that. Porque sabes que? I don't need that energy. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and and I don't need that opinion shoved down my throat, whoever's it is. Yeah, Um,
0: I think um, you and I have the same view as far as we know the government, but we know there's another layer of whoever it is that pushes whatever it is. I don't own the TV for the same reason. I don't watch the news. Hey,
1: here's what I'm gonna say on that. Pay attention, everybody. Porque ahí está el diablo. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: so, uh, but as far as Will Smith and well, Rock Will, let me ask let me, the, this question. Make sure this you way. Want to hear this.
0: Okay, let me case case, let get let me get three. Let me get three perspectives on this. Right, yeah, I want to yeah. get your perspective as far as the like when you saw it, your first thoughts that came to mind. The second part I want to see what would you have done, and the third it will be is was there any logic behind what happened? So the first one was what was your first reaction when you first saw it?
1: Uh, I was shocked right? Like everybody, uh, because I saw one clip and and I saw it the very, I think, I think I saw it maybe seven hours after it happened. So I I wake up early and, and, uh, and I was like, what? And then I, the very next clip I saw showed the extended version where Will was, um, uh, out of bounds again. Right. And, uh, and so my, my first impression was shock. Um, and then what was your second perspective on that? You part, what
0: would you have done if it was you and it was him coming at you or somebody else coming as you're performing?
1: Um, you know, I, I don't know because I, I've, I've because I wasn't there mm-hmm. um, on that stage, on that platform. Uh, but my hats, my hat, <laughs> my hat is all, all of my hats are off to Chris Rock for being a true showman. And keeping the show going mm-hmm. uh, because he absorbed it and shook it off yeah. and realized where he was, which obviously Will Smith had not realized where he was. And and I, and I used to be a big fan of Will Smith. And I'm gonna I don't know if you guys can hear me clearly, but I'm gonna say, fuck you, Will Smith. You're a bitch. Because yeah. that was wrong.
0: That was absolutely wrong.
1: That was absolutely wrong. And uh, and and not only for every reason, for every reason, I can't, I, I won't even list them because for every reason you put out there, that was wrong. Um, and 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 again, my hats off to to Chris Rock for for absorbing and, and moving on and 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 set a bad precedence, you know, because bad shit happens already. Mm-hmm. That just kind of okayed. I mean, people have been. They've been approached on the stage. Dave Chappelle, it happened to Dave Chappelle right after that, right after that, you know, I mean, it was two weeks, but it was still right after that. Yeah. And I guarantee you before that it happened to somebody in a comedy club that you didn't hear about. And it's, and the truth is it's happened before in comedy clubs and even then it was wrong. And, and then no, no one that is performing, it happened in tombstone. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> remember when they killed the artists? Yeah. You're yeah, like. He was bringing you joy. <laughs> this person was trying to put something beautiful in your horrible lives. Yeah. Uh, in that scene, you know, that's that's what they said when that when they killed the the minstrel.
0: Yeah, I think nothing justifies putting hands on another human being for whatever reason, you know, unless you're trying to whatever. defend yourself.
1: Well, yeah, 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 yeah. At least not to someone that's performing on the stage. Yeah. And, but you're right. But you're right.
0: Yeah, there's no no justifications at all whatsoever. No no reason is good uh, enough. I
1: don't know but, if I was clear, but. <laughs> Will Smith, <laughs> and I used to fucking love him, man. And yeah.
0: I, you know, I, I, yeah. okay, so I'll, I'll, I I want to kind of sort of empathize a little bit with them, with all the stuff that's been going through his life and the, the things that his wife has put him through. But at the same time, still, it doesn't justify you putting your hands on another human being. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you, you hit the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, true <laughs> you that. hit the wrong guy, and. Another thing that you're I wanted... Man, if you're such a man, you should have addressed that shit some other time.
0: Or or to the person that she was involved yeah. with. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Moving on Fuck to the...
1: the yeah. well, cheers I be, to Chris Rock. Yeah.
0: Cheers to Chris Rock and Buck Wilson. Hey. Cheers <laughs> to Chris Rock. So, I really like your take on the fact that you said that comedy... Everything, like, as far as the ground rules, everything is fair in love, war, and comedy. And I want you to... And I think you said it before, but I, I, I want you to elaborate a little bit more because comics don't get on the stage and trying to like literally belittle you, destroy you, make you feel the worst, right? That that, that intent doesn't come whenever you're on stage. That, that that malicious intent is never the whenever you're on stage making fun of people or, you know, maybe a little bit roasting. It always comes from a place of having fun, right? Even if it's a serious topic, right? So, so I really like you to elaborate a little bit more on that part. As far as everything's fair, is it really everything's fair And love? Yeah, I,
1: I think so. I think so. I think when you when you come in uh, into a comedy club, uh, any any town in USA, you you checked your emotions and your feelings at the door. You're here to laugh, and and I don't know. I I didn't ask you for me or any other entertainer didn't ask you for a questionnaire of what you'd like to discuss that night. So we're just kind of guessing. We're just kind of guessing. And the truth is we're just trying to regurgitate our thoughts and hopefully you'll find them amusing and we will shift gears or at least I do. Do I say it faster? Do I slow it down? Do I emphasize on this? Do I quit cussing so much this time? I try to read every single audience to get my point across because I I still want to get what I had intended out. Um, And again, I'm not, the writer, disciplined writer, not the technician that goes. This is how it goes. So I'm trying to figure it out myself. Um, and, and 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 so you got to check all that stuff at the door. You know, you may love seven jokes and go, oh, I don't know about that one, but you got to just ride with it because there's seven more coming. Yeah. And, and and if you can't, and and I promise you, any of the seven things that you laughed at earlier it was probably somebody that felt the same way that you did about the eighth joke. And, and so you got to lighten up Francis, you know, yeah. and, and, and if you have a problem, well get over it. Cause there's another joke coming and, and, and we're, and the truth is we're surviving. We're up there at surviving. We're trying to get, not get through. We're trying to make this whole thing happen where the, where the ultimate goal is is the majority of the room goes home feeling happy. Yeah, um, and and smiling and and laughing, or and, and go through some emotions, uh, you know. Um, hopefully, I'm here to make you laugh. That's my job. Uh, if I make you think at the same time, well, maybe I've done a really good job. You know, and that's the way I look at it. And and I'm talking about my wife and my kids and, and, and my life experiences and, and people sometimes take, say, Hey, your wife and kids, they take a beating up there. And I, I rest on the stop me if I lie. And I rest on, um, the truth is my wife and kids, we've made a deal a long time ago. I can <laughs> say whatever I want about them and they get to continue to eat. You know, it's, we're just that try, one. I'm just trying to make light of this yeah. and, and trying to understand it myself. Um, so, you know, don't, don't take yourself so seriously when you walk into any place of entertainment that you can't sit back and enjoy the show.
0: Yeah. Or maybe you just, just stay home for that day. Maybe yeah, if, stay home. If, if your mind is not really there <laughs> you know
1: to, that's me trying to still be the nice guy. I'm always like, I'm trying to explain to you the rules. And, and some comics, uh, you know, Robin would probably say, hey, either love it or fuck you, you know. <laughs> and, and that's the truth. Uh, but, yeah, lighten up. Lighten, lighten up. up.
0: Okay. So I feel like listening to you as far as the way you go about uh, your, you prepare and you get your, 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 because you're really good on your feet and you're improv a lot and you freestyle a lot. So maybe there's a reason why I feel like maybe you haven't had it because I know you were working on, on another special, right? Is that still in the works? Have you done it? Do you think you have everything that you need to say yet?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I have ready for what I want to do. Uh, it was in the works before COVID uh, hit us. You know, I was actually going into Phoenix and I, for eight months and I was I was just working on on things I wanted to talk about. And, and then uh, I was hoping to film in October of 20, but in March, the world got disrupted. So all that ended. And then when we started back, it was kind of like, wow, what I was talking about, was it even relevant anymore?
0: Mm,
1: And and so I started touring again and and I found that it was. But at the same time, I had all these other things to discuss. And I think for about three months, I thought, oh, there's a show here. But the truth is right now we're, you know, we're in what is this? This is July. Uh, we're, we're in June. June, we're in June of, uh, of 21. So some of the things that I brought up right when I came back from the pandemic that have been getting big laughs and get, you know, and getting a reaction from people are starting to fade away. So now there's no sense in talking about that. Uh, so I'm not ready for a new special, but I'm ready to keep working and I'm ready to keep finding new stuff. And hopefully within a year I'll, I'll, I'll shoot something somewhere. I think, um, I think I have discovered that it, it won't be on such a grand scale like the, the ones we did before, because mm-hmm. I'm really having fun performing to COVID dictated this to me, uh, to perform it in front of 150 people and 200 people rather than the bigger rooms, right. because they just weren't there for a while. Um, but I also discovered I fucking love that area. I love talking to a hundred people and 120 and afterwards having a drink with them and talking with them. And, and so Whatever I whatever I put out there soon, hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll have that feel.
0: Right. So you you're starting to enjoy the more intimate type of, of setting instead of the bigger. I mean, I like them all. Like I like, them,
1: I like all. them all. Like the tequila, but but that would be a true reflection on what's going on right
0: now. Nice. You know? And as far as the material, because of the temperature with the the whole U.S. right, maybe. Some people saying people are more sensitive nowadays. Certain things you really can't talk about the same way that you were talking maybe on your first special. Is that something that you have to think about getting prepared to put the material out? Or it's like, not I really. Don't.
1: No? I don't. Um, I don't consider it. Um, but at the same time, before I even say something, I consider it. So I, I don't think I'm ever being anything other than me. And you see, no te gusta, but it's okay. And, and and I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to take a hard stance here, but I'm not right. gonna, I'm not gonna stop to consider what might be politically correct. I'm, I'm just not gonna do that, because the truth is, the people that do come to watch me, they've heard me before, and and they go, oh, I like the way that guy thinks, and let's see what he's thinking now. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, and, and guess what? I've seen a lot of young people in my audience laughing and I've seen a lot of people come up to me and go, what the bug? But hey, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to consider it at all.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I like, I like your performance. Uh, I really do enjoy your performing whenever the the ones that I've seen, like you're really freaking comical or like the, the, the delivery, the the faces, everything is so freaking <laughs> awesome, man. I, I can't never wait.
1: considered myself a face guy, but some people always go, you make funny faces. and I'm Your like, okay.
0: voice is so freaking, I, whenever we first talked on the phone, I, t- I knew who exactly who it was. I'm like, ah. yeah, you know what this is? Like, yeah, like how your voice is like uh, so unique. I recognize it
1: that's cool to hear because I'll be honest with you. I forget what I sound like until I go to San Antonio and I hear another Mexicano go, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> right.
0: So, cause yeah, I'm here, I'm here in the Dallas area. And yeah. uh, I don't think I sound different unless I really go somewhere else. And maybe they're like, you sound interesting. You know,
1: I grew up in, I grew up in Fort Worth and, uh, and I remember the first time I played in Houston, I went down there and I thought I was a hot shot because they flew me down. It was was an 18 minute flight. Oh, nice. (laughs) They flew me down and I get in the cab and the the cabbie, he goes, "Uh, where are you from? And I said, "Uh," because I thought I was hot at the time of some hot shot. I was like, Dallas. I didn't even say Fort Worth. I said Dallas. (laughs) And he goes, God damn Yankee. And I was like, what the fuck?
0: like, what? (laughs) So, so, yeah, you're here from like the area, like all this area right here. Like We are in Bedford right now, but you are hey, real grew- familiar to all this area, right?
1: I went to L.D. Bell. Wow. And I went to L.D. Bell. I'm uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. I grew up in, in Hearst. And you know what? I should plug something right now. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Plug, uh, I'm going to be August 26 and 27 at a brand new comedy club in Addison called TK's Comedy. Um, and, and I'm excited about that because I get to go home. Gotta see my mama. When are the tickets on
0: sale where can we get them? Because I really want to put in the we're gonna air this one on June first, but I want to have the link if you have it already available. And I'm gonna be there. I want to say I want to be in the front row, but I don't want to because I don't want you to roast me. So maybe hey, I'll be in a corner watching you.
1: It is not in my plan to fuck with anybody in the audience, but if you happen to be there, beware. Um so I'm gonna I be know, there. I'm gonna be there. I don't I'm gonna get tickets.
0: So you do have the link or where to go?
1: It's it's go to tk'scomedy.com.
0: Okay. And they're already available.
1: Yeah. They're not available yet. Well, they will be by the time you air this.
0: Okay. So by June 1st, there should be some tickets there. So that way yes. I can go ahead and put it out and uh, get you, get some tickets moving. I'm pretty sure it will.
1: I'll send you the link.
0: I'm super excited for this episode. And I'm super excited to even talk to you. And I'm telling you, even though it's like equivalent, like as far as when I was growing up in, in, seeing your comedy and like kind of sort of getting the language together because English wasn't my my main language. And then understanding some of the things that were like, oh, wow. And that's pretty cool. Now, one of the reasons that I did the podcast, the global Latin factor is just for the namesake, right? But one of the things that you said really stood out to me for the same reason I see it the same way, right? So when you were coming up in comedy, you went to California, you were super hungry, you wanted to take on, and you were killing it. And then you went to the Latinos and you see some great ones, right? They're still doing big stuff right now. And then yeah. it was awesome that you gave them credit instead like seven game, me los voy a chingar like, now. Like I have some work to do. These guys are really good instead of like, "Ah, no valen queso you know what?" And that was pretty awesome to me. And the Dude. fact that you saw that there was kind of similar to you and there was a possibility that they were just like you, cafecitos, and then they were able to to be there doing that and, and gave you kind of a little bit of motivation. Like I can be that person. I can, I can be me doing that.
1: You know, uh, again, the fact that you even know that, that feeling that I had is, is pretty amazing because I I, I had been out in the Midwest, you know, uh, cause I started in Fort Worth and I moved to Missouri and I didn't move, but I, but I started traveling the Midwest
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and got a lot of, got a lot of shows under my belt. And I went to Hollywood thinking, you know, feeling really good about me. Uh, no one knew my name, but they said, you can go here. And and and, and I just thought I was going to make a big impression because I I had no idea how many Latino comics there were. <laughs> uh, and I stepped into the Laugh Factory on a Monday night, which they used to do two shows a night. And I watched some of the most incredible talent that I've seen to this day. Um, you know, uh, Felipe Esparza was there. Uh, Willie Barsena was there. Jeff Garcia was there. Gabriel Iglesias was there. Now Gabriel was not there that night. Uh, Paul Rodriguez was there. Uh, Gabriel hadn't started yet.
0: Oh, wow. Uh,
1: Or maybe he was considering it at that time, but I hadn't met him yet. Um, Darren Carter was there. Um, uh, There there was uh, uh, Gilbert Esquivel, Rudy Moreno, um, uh, Pablo Francisco, Freddy Soto,
0: and I and,
1: and I and I saw all these people because I really walked into that room thinking, "Oh man, I've got it, Hollywood! You know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna be a star <laughs> real quick." <laughs> and I watched all this great Latino talent, and they all had something different to say. And I remember sitting in the back of the room thinking, "This is gonna be a, it's gonna take a little longer than I thought." <laughs> And uh, but I was proud to be there, and 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 you know, things uh, pop pa, Paul, that was where Paul saw me, yeah. And, and he looked at me and he goes, You know, you're, you're kind of different with this whole hillbilly Latino thing. <laughs> and uh, and you know, I started touring with him, and that's where I met Joey Medina, yeah. And 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 it was uh, hey, and and guess what, to this day, uh, you know. Felipe Esparza blowing up the world right yep. now. Gabriel Iglesias blowing up the world. Just,
0: he just sold out the LA, uh, this LA stadium, like largest right. stadium. Right. He just sold right. it out. Not even that long ago.
1: Right. I mean, he, he had a big festival. It was a festival of comedy, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of comics were there and, and, and that's the power of standup. Um, but that's also the power of Gabriel and, 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 and Steve Trevino is kicking ass across the country right now. You know, that's a boy that came out of Texas. Yeah. Um, I want to say Houston I could be wrong About where Steve came from But I And that's a guy that uh, Back in the day uh, Carlos Mencia Took him under his wing And he yeah. toured everywhere With Carlos You know So um, Mad props to Steve You know Finding the pulse Of America right now um, And it's It's just people Speaking their mind You know yeah. Whatever From whatever perspective It is
0: I like, I like the fact That you were humble Enough to say like Damn I got some work to do And and then It didn't discourage you From still got keep work doing to do. it <laughs> Yeah but, but you're still on it, you know what I mean? You you still keep at it, you still Dang. even better now with, with the tequila and uh, yeah, pretty much...
1: It's like we said earlier, man, con huevo, chíngale! Some Mexicanos you gotta keep working.
0: Yeah, but you know, you did say something also in another interview, because it is true, the, the Mexicanos in California are not the same. Have you noticed every time you say
1: Mexicano, I go like this, I go...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but, but <laughs> there the California mexicano and the and the Texas mexicano they're just we're just a little bit different even the speaking right like this is not like something that you add this is just the way that you were, grew up talking right
1: yeah it's, it's we're different we're different I mean you know at the probably in the corazón we're exactly the same but but we approach um you know we, we've got different influences you know um I'm, I'm i'm a southern boy you
0: know nice yeah. so uh, what is have your son already began to i know he's performing now has he and, and i listened to the faded track and it was nice because i remember you telling the story about that now yeah, are, are they working on actual projects now at this time if you don't mind me asking yeah
1: he's you know what he's constantly right he's in the other room right now yeah cool. he's constantly uh writing uh he uh he's he, he and his uh, his sister and his friends have, have founded a band called Two Two Two, and and they're they're just um, they're having fun, you know. Yeah. They're making music. They're expressing their 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 thoughts, which is cool. And and um, check them out. Um, SoundCloud, Spotify. Are you on iTunes, puppy? Yeah. Uh, iTunes um, again, Remundo, all lowercase. Uh, My daughter is Mariah Raimundo. And it's cool to hear them. As I like to say, it's their turn. You Mm. know, Um, I remember I remember being when they were when they were babies and on tour with Paul. Oh, wow. Paul would speak uh, of his son, who's a very famous skater, Paul Rodriguez, um, the skater, the skater. Nice. And uh, not the comic. And and at those times when he was 16, 17, he would tell me paul would tell me and my son said i'm gonna make this name more famous than you made it oh wow and, and that was to me i remember hearing that and thinking that's pretty fucking cool and and now my kids are doing the same thing so it's cool yeah and, and songs like faded like i was telling you about and and sometimes i hear their lyrics and and they're speaking of their life or whatever they think right now and and Sometimes I, I, I feel it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. And sometimes I'm like, hey, I think he's talking about me right there. But, but <laughs> hey, again, you got to let that shit go. He's trying to yeah. express himself. She's trying to express herself, and, and all's fair in love, war, comedy, and music, you know?
0: Well, you got to make the arrangement whenever he makes it bigger, which he is, because he has a great example to go by. Just remember and tell him, you, you can make fun as me as you want to on your songs. Remember, you have to pay some of my bills now.
1: <laughs> Take care of some of mine right now. Oh man, tr- trust me, he's got tab running because yeah. I because I got his ass covered for now.
0: <laughs> well, you really so you are living the you you did and continue to live the 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 rock star lifestyle really right in a comedy sense because you really actually fulfill your dreams as doing that. But I know that you really enjoy music too, like
1: I do. I, I love music, and again, I, if, if I had if I had my dreams, I wouldn't say my preference uh, because I don't know. Uh, but if I had my dreams, I would have been a big rock star. But but again, I didn't have that talent. I didn't have that discipline. Um, but I have that drive, and and I've I've figured out a way to have fun doing whatever I want to do. And 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 again, I was influenced when I was. I remember my first concert. I I didn't get my senior pictures made, and I didn't do a lot of things I should have done that year because I was going to concerts and I was camping out for tickets because back in the day you had to go stand it for three or seven days. could have you Click to, a
0: button and get a freaking ticket.
1: <laughs> oh, you had to camp out outside the Sears wow. for the rainbow ticket outlet. And, and you had to skip school all those days and you had to find, you had to call in sick because there were no, there were no cell phones. Anyway, Payphone. it was a process. You had to earn that shit. Um, but uh, I watched probably that first time I saw a concert over the next two years, I think I saw 400 concerts. And 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 I just uh, fell in love with the essence of doing, expressing myself, and doing what I want to do. What
0: was uh, the first band that you watched and the first very first concert? The
1: first concert I saw was Van Halen, uh, oh, wow. Fair Warning tour in '79. Oh wow, in '79. Uh, is that right? It was Fair Warning tour, uh, and, and then I saw every show that came to Dallas, Fort Worth, even if I didn't think I liked the band because I wanted to just go see the show.
0: It's a great experience and, I've seen journey yeah. and death leopard and here in the American airline and it's just nothing beats like the the, the live instruments the the whole thing yeah. is just crazy it,
1: it, it, it can't be touched yeah the live experience touched. can't be touched and and uh and, and again so I knew what I how I knew I didn't know what I wanted to do or how I was going to get there but I knew who I wanted to be and and to this day I, I dig the fact that
0: but, but you do be that. playing the guitar though, right? You
1: you do be yeah. I, I, I play the guitar. I'm yeah. not real good. I couldn't sit in with your band. Uh, I could sit in with your band and sing a song and
0: hey, have some fun. It's a start. Hey, you have you're way ahead than I am. I I, I tried a, a regular acoustic guitar, but I think my fingers were too small, maybe too chubby. I couldn't get the hang of it, so I, I couldn't get it. Yeah, it sounds like a, it
1: sounds like a personal problem.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, maybe <laughs> I must start stretching, doing exercise. Okay, so motorcycles you really like motorcycles as well right I I, like i've seen I, I seen them you put them on some of the specials so what is your favorite one that you have like do you still ride uh
1: well i gotta tell you i, I love motorcycles i rode them when i was a kid uh, as as a young adult i haven't ridden in a while um i'm, I'm a fan of the of um you know a nice harley an harley. indian uh and um I, uh, I don't ride now. I remember when, when my kids were, lo- before my kids were here, me and my wife said, Hey, if we can ever, if we ever have the luxury of doing what we want to do, um, let's get a motorcycle and get some chaps and, and ride. <laughs> and and when that opportunity, not that time, because, hey, life does this. Oh, you yeah. know, you go up and you down, Life, you know, one day you have everything, the next day you got nothing, and then you have something, and you got nothing, and you're struggling. And either way, we're all we're all three months away from being homeless, right?
0: It's all part of life, though, right? It's just a regular hey, journey of it's life. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: Sigues sigues Dale huevo, dale huevo. But we decided we were going to buy a motorcycle and do that. But when when that opportunity came, the kids were in the world, and we were thought, you know what? Uh, we're not going to end up on the side of the road dead. You know, with leave these kids with nothing. You know, no parents. So, so I bought a convertible. <laughs> and still feel the wind in on your hair. Yeah.
0: You know, almost the same feeling. Uh, I got, but, the, uh, I got the long hair too, pero no chongoi Yeah, you're you're slicker than my, nicer than mine. You, know. you even got the rocker look going like forever. You truly are. Like, even though you're like like comedian, it's, that's just still the life. That's still
1: the vibe. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I mean that for sure. For sure, I, I, that's 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 what I wanted. That's what I have. That's what I keep working to have. Um, but um, did I see yes?
0: <laughs> are you, Are you still? Uh, so are you back fully touring, or is that still in the works? Or is COVID? You still waiting a little bit more? A, a lot of no, places. No, I'm not waiting
1: at all. I'm not waiting at all. Uh, I think uh, in 2020, the first show I did was. The very end of August, somebody uh, a private hired gig, me. right? Huh? It was
0: a private gig, and
1: it was a, a private Cali gig, right? Uh, down in Florida. Oh, Florida. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It was a private gig in California that someone wanted me to do, and and I hadn't done a show in four months, five months, and so I contacted someone in Florida to go just work out and, and have a show at a bar, and um, and so I did three shows in one weekend, which was enlightening and it was what I needed at the time because I was conforming to everything that the news was telling me. And I was, you know, we were in our house and you know, all the shit we had to do. Mm -hmm, And I was like, no, I need to get back out and work. This is ridiculous. And, um, and even in that time we followed the rules, you know, that this is how many people can come in the room. This is with with the mask and all this, whatever, all that it was. I I won't, I won't debate any of that at all. Um, but I did realize I didn't get, I need to get back to work. And, and ever since then I, I found places and States that would let us go work and, and follow their rules. Yeah. And, and, and I got back to work because I missed it. Absolutely. I missed, uh, you know, speaking my mind and having fun.
0: Yeah. That was it's still crazy to me that a whole, almost a whole year we were locked in, like locked down and, you know, go get food and that's it. And come back home. And, can't really touch people. It was all weird, right?
1: I can't believe we fell for that bullshit. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and I you kinda... know what's interesting too is going to different states and seeing the different degrees of this state said "fuck you," this state said "I get it," this state said "ooh," you know, it was just it was you know, it was it was odd to step into. It was almost like going into. We just watched um, uh, Doctor Strange. The the. Metaverse um, It's almost like Stepping into Different places The degree of Where that state Was with the Situation And we complied But I was also Looking for I want to go talk
0: Yeah Okay Let's touch a little Bit more on On number one So You You really are A tequila expert Because of, of yeah. Everything that you Talk about Like even To the point where Even the soil Affects the taste Of the tequila And you know All this stuff Right And it's then important the, the distiller itself, they don't cut any corners as far as the, the process. Because if I had to, I literally just learned this when I was getting ready to interview you about tequila, right? Thank you. That is seven years that. to age, like fully mature and ripe to where they actually, the himadores, and you did the himador job and then actually put it into the oven. Would you I still use the old school oven, right? Not the Not the new ones that you can cook it like this? That still takes about forty-eight you, to seventy-two you, you, you hours.
1: To there, there's brick ovens, there's stone ovens, there's mm-hmm. autoclaves, and there's a lot of shortcuts. Uh, but the 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 brick ovens, the stone ovens is the is the old way. The autoclaves, all the autoclave does. The autoclave actually is is uh, is respected in the industry, is, to my knowledge, and and in my heart, uh, because the autoclave, all it really does, it saves you just a few hours um and it it allows you to um almost cook from all sides Mm. you know like if you had a burner that this side's hot and this one doesn't get as hot because of the way the wall is this is cooked more evenly right Um, but it's i don't think that's cheating the process at all there's other processes that uh, i mean there's you know not to be too graphic but there's some some makers that are raping the land taking taking plants at 3 years and and it's it's crazy but they do processes to to extract what they need from a 3 year old plant rather than a 7 year old plant which again it's 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 horrible to see it's almost like when you drive by i mean everyone loves a steak yeah. i do but when you drive by a field that that's what they do, the meat processing plant. You're like, oh, that's horrible, you know, um, and, and that's what some of them are doing. Uh, I'm proud to say that we do not. Our fields are seven to eight years, you know, I mean, may, maybe they'll, if they feel the sugar is right. They'll pull them at six. Um, but um, it, again, they don't they don't compromise integrity for mass production, which is what we love about them. If I was to go in there tomorrow and say, hey, everyone wants cinnamon in their tequila because it's, the it's the latest craze. They'd go, get the fuck Sácate, out of here. Sácate de la cocina aquí con la chingada. You know, uh, and I love that about them because they're artists and, uh, and 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 they do what they do in making this. And they, I say they, the Rivera family, they make beautiful tequila. We spread the word. And and, and I get to share their their art um, I'm like a producer in that sense, you know, yeah. I, I, and, 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 and I'm proud to say that, that number one, we work hard too. you know, just before this interview, I'm wearing this T-shirt tonight because we were just at a baseball game in my hometown, Louisville, uh, promoting our tequila because we're the tequila of the baseball field, you know, and so we're out there telling people there's margaritas and you can drink them and, and it's fun and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and we've grown again from 13 to 70 employees. Um, in the last 10 years, which is a nice growth. Um, we are uh, blessed to be on the cover of Tequila Aficionado this month in June. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah,
1: Congrats. it's kind of cool. It tells our story. Uh, we, we're we releasing our 10-year anniversary bottle, which is quite in a million. You, you made reference to it earlier. It's you, you see the three bottles in front of you. We have this. I shouldn't even say we have. There will be, for a brief moment, a fourth bottle that is an extra like the like the bottle next to you. Um, But instead of three and a half years in the bourbon barrel, it's nine point six years. So just shy of 10 years in a bourbon barrel. And it's amazing. There's only three thousand of those barrel. I'm sorry, bottles, three thousand of those bottles. And and to tell you the story of that real quickly, when Ron and I started this venture, Mm -hmm. um, like I said, we went out and harvested the field through the agaves in the oven with the guys And we watched them distill this, uh, this tequila. And when they bottled it and they started to put some away, we said, let's pull this part away because Mm -hmm. it was now our business venture. We're like, let's pull this part and let's instead of three and a half years for the extra year, let's just hang on to it and see what we do with it. And we hung on to it and we hung on to it and we hung on to it. and And then we realized, hey, let's celebrate our 10th year anniversary that's been sitting there all that time. And we're releasing these 3,000 bottles, and they're called One in a Million. And if you think that extra that you have in front of you is good, oh my God, wait till you taste this one. And then it comes in a beautiful package. I wish I could show it to you. Yeah, now, it's an know.
0: Instagram picture posted the oh, there. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. out there. Yeah. Check so, out the
1: package. It's amazing.
0: So it's a little bit it's like the, this, but it has gold like, like, yeah, but I'm, I'm just
1: talking about the box it comes in. Oh, comes the box. In, I didn't in, see the box. In, box it's not the box. Again, it's one out of three thousand. There are only three thousand people in the country will, or in the world will have this bottle um, and then they're gone. And, and then, you know, two or three years from now, we'll do another one in a million, but something different that we already have in store. We're not going to tell you about it yet. <laughs> you know,
0: so, so how, how one can, can get a, a hold of one? How how can one get get a hold of one of those bottles?
1: Uh, you can uh, ask your liquor stores, say, hey, whatever state you're in. I'm proud of this. We started this little thing in, in Fort Worth, Texas, and Louisville, Kentucky. We're now in 37 states. And, and, nice. and looking to be in 40 before the end of the year, that's 10 shy of the entire nation, everybody. Wow. That's just uh, Alex and Ron and all of team Juan, you know, um, everyone that, that participates in, in what we do, Rich Espy, uh, John Henner, Craig Turner, those, these are my partners. Um, uh, you know, uh, Eric Knutson is, it's just it's just—it's—it's it's nice, you know, and and, and our family and, and all the people that work for us. And, and anyway, one a million coming at you probably in two or three years from now, another one a million take two. Cause yeah. this one says one a million Roman numeral
0: one. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, yeah. No,
0: you're super passionate and it's always, I like, love it. Always in your face, not in your face, pushing it, but really carrying the message of what you found that you want the world to know that comes directly from the motherland, Mexico and to tell everybody, Hey, this is what we have now. Even though you call it Juan in a million, is there a particular name that the industry uses for ten year, almost nine, almost ten year old tequila? Uh,
1: it's an extra Extra uh, anything anything over uh three and a half, I'm sorry, anything over three years they call an extra They don't have a category dedicated to anything older than that. But again, fifteen years ago, I don't know the history of this, but 10, 15 years ago, they didn't have a category for extra that was something they added because people started doing something, and so they had to. There's the blanco or silver or or white or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's the reposados, añejos, extra añejos. Now there's not. I don't think there's a, a proper category for anything older than that now. Um, Maybe but, I can
0: start uh, the new trend. Super super añejo.
1: Hey, you know what? Uh, it's called Juan in a Million. You should get it one is. as soon as you see it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Not- I'm gonna keep checking tabs on that place yeah. where I got this actually one of the places I had run out but the other ones I was able to find all of them uh, well actually the one that I was missing which was this baby right here
1: here's the- my advice to you when you see these bottles because hopefully you'll see this or Ron talking about it or you'll whatever however you're exposed to number one tequila um, when you see a bottle of it on the shelf get it because the truth is we're a small batch handcrafted tequila and and um, and, and we're rare you know, we're not going to be in every liquor store. We're not going to, you're not going to see us everywhere. Um, but when you see us, you should, if you got the money on you, because we're a premium tequila, we try to price it right to make sense. But you should buy it because you will experience something beautiful and and, uh, and you might not see it there the next time.
0: Yeah. I, so y'all, y'all want to keep it in that level or do y'all want to really take it up a notch without disturbing the quality of the tequila?
1: We'll never, we'll never disturb the quality um I mean that that's that's our plan because I know that's what they want mm-hmm. and 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 I love their plan um and if we become you know like right now, this many people know about us, you know two years from now, if this many people know about us we're gonna we're gonna do everything that we can in our power to anticipate that growth and expand and do what we have to do, but at a certain point there's so only so many bottles um yeah. you know so. Again, if you see it, buy it, enjoy it. And I promise you, you won't be let down.
0: Yes. And one more time, with all the sea of tequilas and celebrity tequilas, why would anybody want to pick this particular bottle? I know you kind of already told us the history, but why is this like something that you must try at least? And then from then on, you probably won't ever go back to something else.
1: This is number one. (laughs) Plain and simple. Yeah, it's I mean I mean, I mean genuinely I I'm, I'm telling you this. Um I've done the research. And when I say research I've done the drinking. And, and, and <laughs> many years and, and yeah, you used to, really. and you used to and, actually and, turn and, people to tequila. A lot of the tequilas and, and, and mad props to a lot of the tequilas that are out there because I enjoy them. Uh, you know I recommend go get yourself a bottle of Fortaleza. But again like my, like number 1 it's not easy to find. You're not always going to find it. But when you find it, you're gonna go, man, that's just beautiful. That's beautiful tequila. And 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 they make it the way they're supposed to make it. There's some other bottles that you might have that same experience, but they're kind of cutting some corners. And I'm not gonna tell on them. That's that's for you to figure out. Um
0: yeah. But- is there any preservatives or any coloring add, extra stuff added to the bottles at all, whatsoever? Anything else? Or is it just from the My fields bottle. to My the bottle? ovens to the bottle? My bottles? Yeah.
1: No, no, there's nothing. There's nothing but tequila. There's agave, uh, natural volcanic uh, spring water, and love. Yeah. And the Absolutely. influence of the barrel. Yeah. The color that you see and the character that you taste is the influence of the barrel. Um, those two bottles that are on your desk that you're speaking yeah, on, here, that those two are this bottle, the white one that's to your right. But
0: rest it for yeah, some time. They're
1: just they're just the only difference is they've sat in a barrel of some kind, and I can tell you which kind, uh, but they've the two of them different barrels, different times, and so the color difference and the character difference is strictly from the barrel. Other than that, it is this white tequila. So you know, it's you should drink mine on top of all of those other ones because viene de mi corazon. You can corazon de la La Familia Rivera you're not gonna find better tequila trust me again I've done the research I wouldn't stop me if I lied Yeah. <laughs> stop because me if lied. because
0: you used to put on people with two tequilas in general before you even discovered this one and now you actually you know have this for you I've that you can always still put them on
1: turn my fans and, and and even if you weren't my fan and you just haven't end up at my show uh, <laughs> I've turned people on to tequila and and now it just happens to be ours
0: that's awesome so, how does that sound let's say our that. tequila how does that sound? Uh,
1: you know my my favorite thing is to pay money in a bar for my tequila, and my second favorite thing to see is my tequila bottle in an, in an establishment that is not mine sitting on the table. That's it. I just I just get, you know. Me da Absolutely, you
0: know? and you should be proud because it is a nice presentation. And, and the, again, I'm not a big fan of tequila because I've known the bad tequila. It's you
1: drinking. Man,
0: <laughs> you know what? The, the longer I sip on it, sweeter it's getting. Is that, is that about the? I right
1: about the sustain? Yeah. The sustain is just.
0: Yeah. Very interesting. Just, okay. So you done different movies and voiceover. Is there any plans to do any more movies at this time? Is there any? I just
1: filmed. I just, uh, I just filmed. I spent one day on a set of a new movie. Uh, it's going to be called The Best Man. Oh, and uh, nice. it is, um, it is a, an action film, uh, the way it was described to me, um, was it's die hard if it was at a resort and during a wedding. And it's exactly what happens. It's a, it's a thriller, uh, action packed, uh, movie. And, and the way it came to me is, uh, a family that makes uh, a bourbon, um, Uh, their son is a filmmaker and a friend of mine said, Hey, I know these guys out of Kentucky. They're making a movie and the guy is really good at what he does. And, and, uh, and they're going to have bourbon in the movie because uh, this is part of the movie or uh, part of one of the scenes, but they're also going to drink tequila. And they, they just happened to ask him and he said, I know a guy that has a tequila company. And so I called, uh, uh, the director and the writer and, and which is the same guy (laughs) And, uh, and, and by the way, this is a, this is, a, this is a quality film. You know, this is a, this nice. is a, um, a, uh, Luke Wilson is the star. Um, and, and I just spoke to the guy. I said, yeah, you, you know, we confirmed that they would use my tequila bottle in that, wow. which was cool. And I just happened to say to him, and I don't even think he knew that I was a comic at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm just had, talking to a guy on the phone. And I said, and they were filming in New Mexico, which I just happened to be touring in. And I said, and when you film it, I said, if you need anybody, you know, a good guy or a bad guy, I, I could probably do it. And I, he kind of giggled nice. two days later. He called me and he said, hey, man, I got a part for you. You want to do it? So I'm in the movie. My tequila's in the movie. And um, I'm obviously not the best man in the movie because I'm the first <laughs> guy to die. Ah, I'm the sure. first guy to die, which is kind of cool. And uh, anyway, so uh, check that out. And and as far as making movies and things, um, it's not something I pursue. I uh, I like uh, I love doing movies. I'd love to do more. It's not something I pursue. Uh, I I really don't. I, uh, I, I I I pursue stand-up shows, and I pursue living my life and and running this tequila company. Because by the way. I don't own it. I'm also the president. I run and operate this company. Yeah. Um, But we, um, but I do like doing that stuff. And, and uh, you know, it just, there you go. It kind of just stumbled into that.
0: That's awesome. Okay. So we're going to be wrapping it here soon. So what will be the perfect cheer for you to, to cheer with tequila? What, what can be the perfect cheers?
1: The perfect cheer. You know what? To the future, may we all open our eyes a little bit and um, and lighten up.
0: Salute. Okay, so I know, one more time, remind me, when is it that you're going to be here in Addison, Texas? What are the dates?
1: It's August 26th and 27th at TK's Comedy, and that's tkscomedy.com check it out get some tickets. Uh, it's, it's, it's a Friday and Saturday night. I, I think if I remember, they said we do one show on Friday, two on Saturday and it's a small room, by the way, everybody, I think, I, I want to say there's 120 seats. So, uh, get them cause I'm going to have some fun.
0: And by June and 1st, cool. they're going to go on sale, right?
1: Yeah. They go on sale June 1st or yeah, right around that time. Okay. Uh, I, I would say, uh, that, Oh, Hey, you know, this is kind of cool. I don't know if I, I mentioned this to you when we spoke about coordinating this, uh, interview um or the or this social time that we've had uh i had a great uh, time i feel great you, I've, I've had one as well today's my wife's birthday oh happy birthday cool. to her so, yeah Feliz we're to, we're to um but june 18th if you're in new mexico by chance in the city of las cruces for the first time in in a decade i'm teaming back up with uh, a few of the latin kings it's going to be joy medina myself and Culiacán, paul rodriguez himself and we're going to do a tour called the three kings three kings comedy tour and we're at the amador live and so check that out of anywhere around there oh uh, and wow look for more dates of that to come hopefully we'll do more of those dates
0: that's awesome because I was gonna ask you about that too uh, do you still maintain a relationship but it seems like that you are still pretty uh, like yeah consistently communicating
1: you know it's uh, it's you know like like your relationship sometimes you you talk to someone regularly and sometimes you don't I mean uh, you know um, it's it's um, easily been eight years since I've done a show with Paul. oh wow um, I think Joey and I have stepped into rooms together maybe three times in the last seven years, you know, just because the opportunity was there. Uh, Joey, Joey was my roommate and one of my best friends uh, for a long time and still is. And, and so as is Paul, um, I'll be honest with everybody. I, I don't know, George as well. You know, we did a lot of shows together. Um, uh, and, and Cheech and I are, 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 friends. Uh, but, uh, but I don't know those guys as well, I do the other two because of those. The other two, we toured forever together.
0: Yeah, and it happens. It happens, you know, because you know some personalities don't click or just
1: uh... but It wasn't. It wasn't about personalities at all. It was just different things going on.
0: Okay, so know? mostly the touring uh, that brought you out closer together.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, going... uh, Paul and Joey and again. The Latin Kings was birthed uh, out of Paul's presence, mm. and 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 when the when the Kings of Comedy Cedric. Uh, um, D.L. Hughley, Steve Harvey, and and uh, um, oh, the idea is meal. Um, and it, who am I missing there?
0: I'm trying to think who now. Tainor,
1: uh, Steve Harvey, Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, D.L. Hughley. When when they when that released, Paul uh, enjoyed it like we like the rest of the nation did, but also thought we should do a Latin Kings. And at that time, because I had Paul had seen me at the Laugh Factory and we were touring. It was his tour. I was just, all, I was just the opening act. And Joey was one of the opening acts at different times. He said, we should do a Latin Kings of comedy. He didn't he didn't think of me and Joey. He was thinking the Latin Kings are Cheech, George, and Paul. They were the Kings. Yeah. And 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 arguably at the time, Carlos, you know, but they were, they were the three Kings. And, uh, and, and a lot of younger comics uh, performed on that show. But Paul told us, he said, two of you are going to make the cut for the film. Yeah. And, and, and for whatever reasons, Joey and I were the ones that were, you know, (laughs) they said, okay, you guys are, you guys made the cut. No, because
0: you, you really did bring a different, uh, like a different approach and a different view as far as the way that they were doing theirs and compared to you, you know, you have it. Well, I think
1: think all those things were taken into account, you know, again, there were, there were several, if not, you know several is three but it more there were easily 5 to 7 other latino comics that that filmed that special and 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 there were four different shows and and I only performed on two of them oh, wow. um um but you know for all the reasons they chose uh for whatever reasons they ended up going with Joey and I and and I'm blessed because of that and and those other comics have not gone on to do great things uh they just didn't get Picked for that at that time So uh, Yeah they, they wanted a young A young feel You know Showing hey This is what's happening now And Yes and yes That's awesome know? man Yeah So
0: okay So besides what You can find now Like if somebody Was to research you Years later on Google What else do you expect Them to find Besides everything else That you have accomplished Already right now
1: Like if you Google me Two years from now Que quiero que está allí
0: Yeah or, in the future, years from now,
1: you know i I just hope um I ask myself uh, two questions on a regular basis to no matter what I think about doing. Is it real and is it from my heart? And if I'm doing that, then it's okay. so i don't I don't know what it's gonna be. I don't know. I was just talking to a friend of mine today because I'm watching my kids play. And then again, I wanted to be a rock star, and 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 now I want to just start this local band, and and if you you know, so hopefully, hopefully in in three to three years from now, when people write something, they'll be able to say, oh, and check out his band, you know, it's it's not a band that's going to go out there, you know, trying to sell you know a bunch of tickets, but we're just going to be a band that has some fun. Um, but whatever I'm doing, uh, I'm I, I can promise you, I'll be inviting you to some kind of party, awesome. and then I hope you join.
0: Awesome. And then the other last question for me is the party part. Why, besides you seeing your parents working in that industry, why is it super important for you to like, like you always bring up the word party all the time, right?
1: Well, you know, and by the way, when I say party, I don't mean get fucked up. (laughs) I I, I don't, I don't mean that. I I don't want you to get me wrong. I, I, um, I remember being, and 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 if you see that interview from on Tequila aficionado, I mentioned it. I remember being 16, 17, and my mother asked me to come talk to her about where my life is headed. And, and and I'll be honest, my mom was so busy, she didn't have we didn't, you know, we didn't have the funds to go to college and do these things, but she wanted to know where my focus was. And the night before I went to see my mother to speak of this, I I, um, I went to see a band. And not a big band, just a band at a barn in Texas. I think it was Azel, Texas. You know the area? because yes, you're Yeah. And at that time, this is 35 years ago. It was longer than that. It was 40 years ago. Um, that was not developed. <laughs> it was at a barn. Yeah. And there was a band. And there was craziness. And I loved it. Um, but I remember having a great time. And the very next day when I went to see my mom about where my life was headed. I, I remember telling her um, and I wasn't reluctant because I, I, I wasn't, I didn't want to, I wasn't saying I just want to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. I said, mom, if I could figure out a way to party for the rest of my life, I think I'd be the best at it or one of the best because I just wanted to show people fun. Again, I grew up in hospitality. I was watching these things. I was seeing what I loved and, in my, and, I like it. I like spreading joy. Um, yeah, and so that's why the word party is important to me. And by the way, if you go to numberonetequila dot com, which I hope you do, mm-hmm. we've Ron and I have started an army. We've started an army called the Army of Juan, and we're looking for people to spread this message, which is exactly what you asked me. And and it's what it, it's so genuine. And 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 you know, there's all the things you can do, but one of our we try to spread. Ron and, I have said, Ron and I have said it to each other forever: our commitment to the party, which is having fun and genuine from the heart, fun, not just selfish bastard shit and, mm-hmm. and wrong shit. Just having fun. Uh, it's uh, our commitment to that has been relentless, and it's been sincere. For all these decades and so on everything that you get from number one the part of the army of Juan, on the back it says relentless and, and sincere so um that's genuinely where we come from you know
0: it's a it's a great philosophy as what well, because everybody not everybody but the, but the majority of people would think get messed up and things like that but just but the philosophy it's easy to to get lost. Joy?
1: don't get me wrong it's easy to get lost yeah. but if you can keep focus and if you can, and, and, and guess what? It's easy to get lost in getting so fucked up. And it's also easy to get lost in, in your own, you know, world of whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you can just stay true to, Hey, let's have fun. Let's relax. Let's, uh, as a matter of fact, as the army of Juan, I always tell people or I was just starting to, cause we just started telling people as your commanding officer, my first order to you is at ease, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. fucking take it easy, man. Uh, Absolutely, you know, and and so we're we're genuinely trying to do that.
0: Yeah, and then the name, the uh, number one is a homage to, if I'm not mistaken, to your dad and the uh, the gentleman that that is part of the distillery. Correct?
1: Dude, you are on point. <laughs> 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 you get an A plus for all your research. Yes, thank you. Appreciate uh, and, and actually. You get an A minus because oh. there's one part you missed.
0: Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> it, it, absolutely. To my father, Juan Alejandro Remundo, to the originator of the distillery, uh, Juan Rivera, who has been long gone. My father passed away 12 years ago. I want to say Juan Rivera passed away 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Juan Rivera, and to a joke that I think I do. I can't remember if it's in Hispanic or Red Mexican, but I'm talking about Latinos in NASCAR and. Uh there there's a Manny Petty in the number Juan card, mm. the uninsured F one anyway. Just that reference to the word number Juan.
0: Yeah,
1: I it always got a big laugh in my show, and I just wanted to make it easy for everyone to pronounce because some of my favorite tequilas, uh Fortaleza Coralejo, uh centenario, and uh, the beautiful tequilas. If you're not if you're not Latino, they're really hard to say.
0: Yeah, but uh, number you know, Juan
1: number one I think it's I think it's uh it's everything you want from Mexico and it's uh and it's inclusive it's an all skate party okay
0: so we're gonna be wrapping up but real quickly before I let you I just want to say like I'm I'm super proud of you as far as everything that you're done and the reason why I said earlier that I'd created this so people can have a platform to look into somebody that looks just like them they have done it you have done it you are a comedian somebody they can kind of sort of maybe look like and Maybe if they don't have an example, maybe they can't relate to Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. But here we have somebody that I feel is an icon, of legend in your own rights because of everything you're done. And you look look just like them, that they might be able to be inspired and take it and run with it and maybe become something great, a comic, entertainer or anything like that. You know, that's some of the reasons that I, I did this to, to show examples that there is people doing this that look just like you and they continue to do it, you know. And another thing is also tequila is worldwide. Laughter is worldwide. So with that, I feel like you are a perfect example of being a global Latin factor. So Alex Raimundo, you are a global Latin factor. Thank you very much for being um, here on the podcast.
1: Those are kind words, my friend. Kind words. And, 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 and I take them to my heart. And and that's that's as cool as cool can be you Awesome know?
0: Well let me close it out And give me just a couple of seconds So this was another episode Of the Global Latin Factor Podcast Remember we are just like you We are the spice in this melting pot That it is the world Till next time Salud
1: Salud To the Latin Factor